three trips across the United States, 22 different schools, a divorce with my parents when I was 16, and just a whole bunch of other crap. So I learned about fear at a very, very early age. And I learned when I walked into those schools, I'd have to fight. Didn't have a choice. The new kid. How many of you picked on a new kid? Come on, don't, don't. Okay, thank you. At least you're honest. And I appreciate that. So I grew up afraid. So I thought I would be brave. And when I was 18 years old, I joined the United States Army. I not only joined the United States Army, I volunteered to go to Vietnam. 1967 and 1968 at the height of the Tet Offensive. And it was fun. Except for one thing, I said I was a fake and a phony, right? Well, they had these Vietnamese that were really good. They could get in your wire, they could cut through it, and you wouldn't see them. And they would go out and they'd shoot the whole area up. They blew a, one poor guy, they blew him into a rock crusher. He didn't make it. And they had tore us up a couple times pretty good. You know, these groups would get into these wires and get through. And we'd set trip flares out and all this stuff to try to keep them out. But they got through anyway. And one night I was on top of bunker about 2 in the morning. And it all breaks loose. And guess what? I went to fire around and it jammed my rifle. The Grand made by Maddie Mattel M16. And I'm going, oh my goodness, what do I do now? Well, naturally you know what you do. You cut a deal with God. God, get me out of this and I'll serve you. I won't take another drink. I won't smoke another joint. I won't do any of that. Please, just get me out of this situation. That lasted two weeks. But there's one thing you guys need to know with your fear. When you call out to God at that moment, he don't give up on you. He continues to work in your life. You see, even though I'm a fake and a phony, and I called out to God that night, I wasn't Sergeant Rock. God loved me as much as he loved the greatest saint that ever lived. Okay? And I believe that. And he wasn't done with me at that moment. And I mean, it was all gone. I'm not going to go into the gory details. It's just the next morning I got a realization. Walking out and seeing kids about my age. Laying there. I'm never going to get up again. So, anyway, to make a long story short. I don't want to carry on with this. I made it through, and I came home, and then I got put in the 2nd Armored Division, and I was there for 18 months, got out of there. And God gives us what we need in life, because he gave me the most beautiful woman that could help me through my screwed up, hippie wannabe, biker, messed up life, and she did. And I praise God for that woman every day. 
And it took years for me to get over this. And I just couldn't seem to get past it. Like I would scream at my kids at Vietnamese, like, Didi Mao, you know, get out of here. And my wife says, you got some real problems. I don't have any problems. I'm just messing around. No, you got some problems. Well, back then they really didn't have a lot to help, but she kind of worked through me, got me through school, got me going. She, she actually did my homework for me. So that's another thing I'm a fake and a phony on. She did the college work for me. But you know what? God put her in my life for a reason. And she put me on a path that was a straight path. Now, this comes down to when my first child was born. And she almost died, my wife. The baby got stuck in the birth canal. It was a real mess. I'm watching the time. And so anyway, what do you do in that situation? Buddy, what do you do? You cut another deal with God. God, bring my daughter out, make her whole, and I'll never take another drink. That lasted about six months. But it did last. And then I started going to church with my wife. And a change started taking place. The fear started leaving. And the fear actually left me. Now, just to give you an idea, I was making $65 a week clear money at the time. 1974. No, let's see. 1972, I'm sorry. And at that time, I had to have the GI money, the money I'd get for being in Vietnam and being in the Army at the time. So anyway, to make a long story short, my poor wife, she was so torn. She was, she was just, what are we going to do? We got a $200 a month house payment. You're making $65 a month. I said, don't worry. God will take care of it. How do I know? Because I cut a deal with God. Okay? <laughs> How ignorant I was. Okay, really. What could I possibly give God? What, what, what could I honestly give him? Well, my daughter came out fine. We got the GI money. We got a house. And just God was good. It was good. But I had one problem. That old fear started coming in again. And what do you do when that fear comes in? You got to go down and get a 12-pack. Really, you know, that's the only way you're going to get rid of the fear. So I fell back in again. And I fell into the point where I had to go to a rehab, get rehabbed, get out, six months later, have a relapse, and end up in such a, a humiliating, screwed-up situation. It's not just the drinking. It's the humiliation that the stupid stuff you do with it. So anyway, to make a long story short, I, I, I don't know who told me this. I couldn't, if, if, if he's in this crowd, identify yourself. I don't know who he was. 
I couldn't identify him today. He said, write down what you want. I said, well, I want a new job because my job screwed up. I'm working every weekend. I'm making nothing but money, but I'm in debt all the time. So I want a new job. He said, okay, go home, write it down on a piece of paper, put it in a paper bag, and put it in the corner of your closet. So I said, okay. So I went home, told my wife. We did it. I put it in the corner the next night. The guy calls on the phone. Would Harold like a job at CCI? What? Huh? No. Yeah. A 28-year career at the prison I had. And I never drank the whole time. I had some fear still. But I knew God was with me at that point. And I gave it to God. I'm telling you, I gave it all to God. And I took a big step because I stepped out of the church I was in and I came to join you knuckleheads. Okay? You especially. Okay. <laughs> but I have learned so much. Now, I bring it to, to 2019 has been the most messed up year of my life. I got cancer. Big time cancer. Just wasn't a little cancer, you know. But you know, I found peace through God. And I get a PET scan either the end of this month or I get it the beginning of next month and they'll see if the cancer spread or what. But you know, I'm okay. I'm okay. Whatever God has determined for my life, I'm at peace now. And, and I really want to emphasize that to you. And I haven't had a drink in over 30 years. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll take that back. I had one bottle, but I really didn't know it was, it was that champagne stuff, the gooey. But I never drank again, ever. That was it in 32 years. So one, one bottle in 32 years. And God has been with me on this journey. From the time that stupid 18-year-old kid with that jammed M16 on top of that bunker, screaming to God, save me, save me, don't let me die this night. He didn't have to. I could have very well gone that night. But he said, Harold, I got something for you to do. I want you to be here tonight talking to these guys. And maybe I'll reach one or two of you that are like me, fake and phonies. So... You guys, thank you for listening to me, and have a good night. Ruth.